Gavin Newsom has decided to stop funding most of the bullet train. 20 accused of selling birthright citizenship to pregnant foreigners. And tax receipts are down. Is it time to panic? That's what's coming up in this week's episode of California Streaming. You're listening to the California Streaming Podcast with Bobby, Jonathan, and Louie. We're just three conservative friends trying to provide some counterbalance in one of the most liberal states in the union. So let's hop on our magic choo-choo train to nowhere and talk some California politics. Uh, it's oh, Friday. Man, oh, gents. man, it's big time today. A lot of news hitting the cycle. It is big time. People getting indicted. News hitting the cycle. Getting crazy. Mueller, the Mueller investigation is coming to an end. That's what they say. Finally. It is what they say. We'll see what happens. It's probably going to drop. You're going to hear a million times over about what's happening. I can never reconcile the two different the two different positions here that, A, Trump's a big idiot. That's right. But he's been able to fool the entire United States justice system for the last two years. Of, of course. course. Right, right. Um, you or, that, you or that he's a cr- criminal mastermind and he's been able to fool the entire system. You you don't see how those coincide? No, I I think you you got to be able to <laughs> line those yeah, up. Yeah, you don't get it. I mean, like it, big it's dumb perfect. Cheeto head, but he's able to it's fool perfect. the entire United States justice system. What a moron! And then we want to say that Russians with five hundred thousand dollars in Facebook <laughs> ad spend right. were able to sway the millions spent by candidates. But millions. That's all it took. What I I thought I saw I saw the number the other week. Hillary was up to like. She was in the hundreds of millions, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean almost a billion. Is you know, that right? I, I, I'm in terms of what was. This raised? is going to be like a little project for me. I'm going to have to go back and see how much Trump raised right. in the last election, and how much have the Democrats already raised just by announcing that they're running. Ooh, and that's see, a good one. And cost comparison of how much. Speaking of that, because I think Bernie just got six, and he's going to lose. So well, that know, six goes to the Democrats, right? Oh, of course. You know what's really funny? You said it, Bobby. Yeah. So, I mean, I got to give credit where credit's due. We are now seeing almost like a video a week come out of like, oh, wow, this magic video from the 80s or 70s or whenever these are of Bernie talking about how beautiful breadlines are. And it's like, I told you. Where were these videos in 2016? They didn't exist. Right. Or they didn't need to. They didn't need to exist. Right. Right. I, I see nothing. I hear nothing. I don't know. You were all over that. I got to admit. I, I was explaining this to somebody at work yesterday about the, and I, you know, this is totally Bobby's philosophy and I love it. I run with it, but that that they are like the mafia. Yeah. Just a, Diane Feinstein's a great example where everyone, <laughs> they knew she had a Chinese spy for years mm-hmm. as her driver, mm-hmm. but it didn't come out until they wanted her not to win this last election. Right. This was known for years. All of a sudden, they just kind of mic drop it. And you see these little <laughs> things just get just get sprinkled about whenever they need them for their benefit. We've talked about her in relation to people like Bernie, et cetera, doing uh-huh. this. Do you think that's partly why... Do, do you think the tables have turned enough that that's partly why we won't see Hillary run? Is because that that threat is out there for her, against her? Oh no! I mean, Bernie doesn't play by the rules. Not necessarily, not necessarily Bernie, but just like others in the DNC, let's say that have all, that can now almost hold that threat against stuff that they have on the Clintons. If if <laughs> it's never going to hold because they're the Clintons, 
and, and so, so they, they are, the are masterminds. They are the I mean, we're talking tier. about like Trump being a mastermind, right, right. but in reality, the Clintons know how to play this game. They've been playing it for they're the top tier longer than saying. I have been alive. So yeah, they know how to exactly to play the game. Got they it. have all their chess pieces in place. I still anticipate her running. Boy, I still I, anticipate. Her I asked running. someone this today, and they swore. They, I mean, obviously, all opinion, but yeah. no way. This the, person said they're no going way. to as soon as they can crush Bernie Sanders, and it's going to come sooner or later. Where they force him to get out, and they go like, you know what? I see all these people. Each one has major flaws, and here comes Hillary Clinton to save the day. I think, kind of the way I see it, and everyone talks about the Trump derangement syndrome and TDS and all this, right? It, it's actually it affects the way people live. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they're so into their own heads mm. that. You know, maybe you could chalk Trump winning and Hillary not to the fact that uh, people want to see what they got with a non-politician. Okay, maybe there's a little bit of this like experimentation. And I think they're so in their own heads that they actually believe now, oh, see, most of the country hates Trump. So now we'll all be a shoe in to win. Like mm-hmm. they had their experiment. Mm-hmm. Now I'll get elected. Because they think that nobody supports the guy, but so many people do. You you, you have to be but right. so arrogant. You have to be right on on a, at least on some level because the the sheer number of people that have declared they're going to run, right, and have started campaigns. Everyone thinks they can do it better. Yeah, uh, that alone suggests this mentality that polls are wrong or which, yeah, we've talked about polls before, but that, that this whole notion that a lot of America supports him, they think that is ridiculous and that literally must be pervasive because of the sheer number of people running. And you've got such a, you have such a swing of liberalism on yeah. that side mm-hmm. right now. You know, with, with the conservatives, even in the last, in the last election, the Republicans, you kind of knew what you're going to get with all of them. They're all kind of just the same flavor of Republican yeah. lame. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and that's why Trump won. Cause he was this, just way bigger than life totally. personality up there. But on the left right now, you've got everything from proud and declared socialism totally to your kind of moderates to your status quos like Hillary. And they're going to tear each other up. I mean, because they're very... They're, don't forget, we have uh, 10 debates between them all. I just look forward to. And they're just very different flavors of liberalism. Christmas comes so early this year. Oh, yes, June. it does. Of this year is the start is the first one, oh, and they're gonna damn, have to. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah they're gonna have to span it across multiple nights. They say now because there's so many people running. Set your DVR. Oh my goodness! They're gonna have the, the top tier and the bottom tier, like they did with the Republicans last time. It's pure gold. We should take bets on what's gonna be considered top shelf or bottom shelf. Ooh, that's a good one. Is what's well, the, what's the latest status on Uncle Joe? I, is he? I, I don't, think I don't I see think him running. I don't. I don't see him. Creepy Uncle Joe. Yeah. No, nah, he ain't gonna run. I don't, I don't see know. it. I, I kind of feel it. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I went to a union event a week or two ago, and they were talking about how they're not... There's nobody to endorse yet, but um, that if, would be if the and guy, when that Biden runs... Yeah. That's the guy for sure. Yeah. So somebody must have some kind of lock that there is a chance he could run. Um, I yeah. I, I'm kind of... I guess maybe compared to the rest of them, I'm not too scared of Biden. Oh man! Oh, right, like if that you guy's were looking. Elected, <laughs> that guy's totally old school. I mean, yeah. in a relative sense, compared to like Kamala Harris. To me, Biden was likable. He just seems like it, your dumb uncle. That's you know, right, like a goofball, a goofball, like, a nice right. guy. I, I don't agree with his policies or his politics, but I'm not scared by mm-hmm. what he would do. Right. The other ones, some of them scare me. 
Oh my goodness. I mean, they're just about Karl Marx. Oh yeah. Coming coming back from all the, the ones that signed the Speaking of which, did you guys happen to catch Bernie Sanders being interviewed by Jorge Ramos? No. no. On Univision? That's okay. the blind leading the blind. Well, he actually bothered to ask him about Venezuela. Whoa. And the actual question of do you think Maduro's a dictator? Whoa. Pass. Wait, wait, wait. How'd, Bernie, it go, how'd it go down? Bernie Sanders passed on that question. What he do you mean punt, passed? He punted that sucker. He did not want to answer it. He is a Maduro supporter. What did he say? Oh, I'm going to have to pull it up. Don't quote me on the exact thing. I'm, I'm going to have to come back okay. in the next episode. We'll okay. find it. But he hard passed on it. Oh, yeah. If you're listening, you got to go find the video yourselves, and you got to. he hard Ooh. passed it. Well, the website's almost done, and, and so you we'll know be what? able to link this Facts, stuff soon. Yeah, yeah it's true. You know what, the, real, tricky, the, the real thing is because, you know, obviously it's a Latino thing. So here was a Latino asking about, hey, look what's happening down here. Because Comment on it, please. It's the same philosophy they always have. Well, it's just not being done the right, right way. The yeah. formula has not been perfected. Right. Well, if we just if we did it the right way, it would work this time. But it never works this time. Now you got people dying because they're trying to deliver aid, right? There was someone oh, and, killed today. <laughs> and they're, they're stealing all the food that comes oh. in and... And harboring it, and it's a mess. So here's the um, the Trump game plan, in case anybody wants to know about it. You got a lot of socialists in the Democrat Party who are running for president. Right. Well, here's a very live lesson in socialism. He's just going to link it up. He's just he's he's not going to invade. He's just going to go like, look, look at Venezuela. Look, look, look. Here's a real example of what's happening, and he can mm. point to that for as long as this. Uh, situation lasts. You can point to every country that's tried it. Well, that, well, no, I, no, but this is live. And here's right. the, let's <laughs> just put a live cam. Yeah, a live from a cam. satellite. Just I, watch it. I totally agree, but in, I, I, I hate to say this. You'll know what I mean, though. For, for the optics of it, for 2020, it's good. It's not good in general for the people of Venezuela, but for the optic, is it's good because when you think about it, it's been been a generation since these kids, millennials, etc. Like. Russia, Cold War, yeah, exactly. like true. Like oh, exactly. They don't understand the yeah. implications, right? So, in many ways, it, that's the silver lining of Venezuela is that it's a, like you said, it's a real, it's a in real your example. Face, mm-hmm. Here's what happens: follow this from the first Bernie tweets back in early what, 2011, 2012. Of, this guy's amazing. Well, and even in my spirited debate with a coworker last night, uh, who probably leans a little more to the left than center, but gotten this argument just about pay in general mm-hmm. and the whole, well, can't you see how, how huge the chasm's gotten between the, the rich and the poor and, and all this stuff in between and the whole, let's take money from the rich and give it to the poor. And, and it doesn't work. Like Mm-mm. you need to make everybody prosperous. Mm-hmm. Taking from one side to redisperse it to the other side is never a solid plan. But then you start realizing the lack of understanding people just have for corporate tax structure for, you know, went to the whole, well, they, they pay AOC less taxes. <laughs> yeah. They pay less taxes than I do. And down that whole path of, you don't understand how many times their dollar got taxed before it even made it to mm-hmm. them. Um, mm-hmm. It's com- It's complex. It's a complex topic and people spout it like they, you know, they understand it and they don't. Totally. Yeah. Ready for the first California deal. Let's do it. Whoosh! Let's do this. That, that, that sound kind of actually leads us nicely into this I topic, love it right? because in case you haven't heard, 
And it's been going on forever and ever. There this is, it is. This is what we love to talk about on this on this show. The train. The train. The train. So this comes from the San Francisco Chronicle. Uh, Governor Gavin Newsom comes close this month to abandoning the state's misbegotten bullet train project that's already cost many billions of dollars and demonstrates no signs of becoming viable. Governor Newsom says, let's be real. He told legislators on this, uh, his first state of address, the project has currently uh, planned as currently planned would cost too much and take too long. There's been too little oversight and not enough transparency right now. There's simply isn't a path to get from Sacramento to San Diego, let alone from San Francisco to L.A. The bold and logical move would have been to finish what's under construction in the San Joaquin Valley, fold it into existing Amtrak service, and then cancel everything else before it gobbles up even more money. But Newsom couldn't bring himself Mm -mm. to entirely pull the plug on this hot mess. Oh, no. The base got to him. Right, because his original statement was like, okay, look, he's actually making some sense. Mm-hmm. And then somebody got to him. You could almost hear the brakes. And it was, oh, no, 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 I didn't quite say that. I said, we'll finish this part of the track. Carpenter's Union. Man. Totally. <laughs> Within a day, you watched him kind of walk back what he said. Uh, well, no, 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 I mean, we still got to spend the money. You know, we have all this money. Totally. If you're folding it into existing Amtrak service, then it ain't a bullet train. Right. Oh, well, <laughs> right. So, so, so you go super slow, super slow, super slow. Now, super fast, just, super fast, just super so, slow. Yeah, just so everybody knows. It's just new standard this track. This was never going to be right. a bullet train. On paper, in round one, it was. Well, the way it was sold was that it was going to be a bullet train. It was going to be fantastic. It was actually going to service all the way from San Diego to San Francisco, blah, 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 blah. If blah, you're blah, thinking blah. about the awesome super fast trains like in japan Japan and and stuff like that this is not what it was going to be no no, no. No. it was sold that way now what was really going to happen it was going to be a just a fancy amtrak car a train car okay oh that's worth 80 billion (laughs) (laughs) and it's gonna have you know a nice uh front end to uh look super sleek look sleek right cut down on some of that wind resistance a body kit Oh, there, exactly, there train. Mods, and it stickers. was going to hit a top speed of ninety. Was there going to be lights underneath it that, like, kind Ooh. of like down onto the like track? Neon exactly, yeah. and exactly. Probably some nice advertisement on the side. <laughs> a spoiler on the back. <laughs> Gavin Newsom's face on it, just like the textbooks. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so, he's a champion. He's smiling at you real big on the back of the train. What's become even better is that. Uh, Back in the Obama administration, oh, yeah. they awarded California $3.5 billion, This is where this gets amazing. Uh, for In 2010, for the Valley segment of the, uh, of the train. The one currently under construction. That's correct. Right? That, and That's here, correct. Here lies the so here comes the gray area. If you're not actually building a bullet train like you serviced, like you said. Like the funds were given for. That's right. Uh-oh. And then all of a sudden you pull the plug, and I think this is part of it. He that's why he backed up and said, "Oh no, no, no we're 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 going to build this part of it," because then they can use those funds and have a train to nowhere, basically. Right. So so the feds gave us the three point five billion 
mm-hmm. as part of the greater project, but it was going to build that valley section in the greater project. Uh, right, which but forget now, the fact that the valley section on its own is like pointless. Right, right. Now and and now the project's not getting built, but they're just they're basically just going to blow the money because they have it. So here, here, the grant required it that that section be completed by 2017. What year is it? What, oh, because what? it was the Obama administration. Oh, right? yeah, 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 and we're, we're going to be done real quick. You know, right. the deadline was then later extended to 2022. So, do you think that small segment is going to be completed by 2022? Well, on both fronts, it will not be completed by 2022, and it will not be completed for 3.5 billion dollars. Oh, there I mean, you go. That, that's where my bet would lie has any of the track been done at all in this project i haven't I, you know i seen the um, that's right the pictures of the pylons and all those i've seen the things, pylons right? the um the bridge and the over the overpasses for the train but i haven't seen any actual rail right. on the actual bridges right your question is is there an actual location in california right now right where, a, go train, take a, where a train could yeah. set on right. track. Yeah, you send Newsom over there, you take a picture, go, look, we got a train. Because I would go. say in, in all these years now, we don't have anything that can be looked at as, hey, there's some train tracks. Right. So what makes you think they'll finish this segment in three years? Because they're going to push the button. What button? <laughs> well, we got a new chief in town, and his name's Gavin Newsom. <laughs> we got and Gavin he, Newsom. I mean, he's getting stuff done. Yeah, mm. He does. Mm. You know. does, that, does that give you some confidence, Louis? Mm. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, I see. Do you? I was blind, but now, now I see. Now you see. Okay. All right. Here, here we go. Here's, here's, here's a new thing. Same topic. You may not have heard this yet. Uh, there was a new plan for the uh, for this area. It was introduced this week. The valley area. Uh huh. Okay. It was introduced by uh, Orange County State Senator John Morlock of Costa. Costa Mesa, mm-hmm. Senate Bill 319. Another bill. Love it. Would add a no speed limit lane to oh, Interstate 5 and Route 99, which is where, that, right. where yes. they're building it, Yes, which is an alternative to the California's high-speed rail project. No, so this use, is interesting. Use those funds and make a California Audubon, if you will. This is interesting. Because who wasn't going like 90 miles an hour on that stretch of road? Because it's nothing but nothing in that well, I think, area. I think plus once you get out there, it becomes a 75. It's, it's, it's marked 70 once 70, you hit the bottom yeah. of the grapevine going north. So like south of Bakersfield. Right. It, right. It's, it's marked 70. And I think most of it's two lanes aside, right? Right. Uh, especially the 99. Yeah, the 99. Is, uh, five is, yeah, some stretches, two, three. Yeah. So I don't see what the big... I mean, cars are safer these days. That is interesting. Well, you know, the speed limit issue is because of emissions. That's why it was capped at 55 and 65. Oh, yeah. It was all emissions related. It wasn't really safety and speed related. It was if you went slower, you burned less emissions. Interestingly enough, a lot of cars actually perform better at higher speeds. Mine does. Yeah. Yeah. I know... Mm. Like I was talking to a gentleman who had a BMW of some some kind, and he was just like, you know, I'm, I, I was going uh, 80, and I was getting better fuel mileage than I was going at 60. That's mine. When, so when you watch the economy, 
on the dash, once you get around 70, 75, you actually start getting that 40, 45 mile per gallon. It's all about area. design point, the engineers and what they designed right. the car to do. Right. right. You get less when you're at that crawl well, speed. Well, guess what? If you have a German car, which is Germans. designed for the Autobahn, there you go. Right. It'll actually perform better at higher speeds. I'd be totally down with a no speed limit lane. That is pretty interesting. Won't happen, I don't think, in the state. But. I'd be curious to see the engineering, like the any kind of models. I know there's a website. I forget what it's called, but it's basically got a circular track with animated cars, mm-hmm. and it's engineered as such, so you can control the density of the mm-hmm. road, how many cars are on there, how many cars are changing lanes, and the speed, and you can see how tweaking one little thing creates jams and congestion. Mm-hmm. But when everybody's just going fast and smooth... You don't you don't have the same traffic exactly, issues. Exactly. Yeah. People get it. It's not that hard. Well, we'll see what happens. Boom. We should see. I mean, what an arrogance to to keep building this thing and keep building the people for this train that will never ever actually do anything. Well, it's the whole it's like the 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 poker players problem, right? You get you feel like you're pot committed and you just keep throwing more money after bad. And that's what we've kind of set with the train. Oh, we've already put this much money in. Let's just keep dumping money in. It's also, I mean, boy, this this starts to bring up all sorts of other issues, especially the the Trump element, right? Because Trump wants to claw yeah. back the three and a half billion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Newsom's statement quote, when all this came out was he said, "quote This is clear political retribution by President Trump, and we won't sit idly by." "quote This is California's money." And we are going to fight for it. And this gets all sorts of interesting. Is it really, though? That, that's the thing, right? <laughs> and, and, and this is all the whole, like, federalism versus federal projects. And it's just amazing how, because it was it was blessed as a grant mm-hmm. by the Obama administration, but as you stated earlier, you can make the argument they have not performed to the requirements of the grant. What, to what extent was that California's money ever to begin with. I mean, we can make the argument that we send the federal government a whole bunch of money exactly. and we're not getting a whole bunch of money back and it's not equal. And Isn't that. that the whole tax argument though too? I mean, yeah. Yeah. To, to, to have, to have, I, and I don't pretend, I, I don't remember all the details in, in what was assumed at the start of this. Well, so many things were assumed at the start of this project as to what would happen and how they'd happen, but how much of it depended on these sorts of government, federal government grants versus, well, nope, this is going to solely exist within the state of California, and so we're going to be able to do it just with California. Welfare think, is welfare. Correct. No matter how you I, I label agree. it, right? And Corporate welfare and or this sort of welfare. Exactly. And the more, I wish people would understand, the more you rely on somebody else right. to butter your bread, the less independent you actually are. The more indentured you are. You know, I think the underlying issue is that you know give newsom actually decided to cut ties with this to begin with yeah but he backtracked right but he was willing to let it go and i think it speaks volume to the fact that we're we're in a little bit of a financial you know hiccup here in this state and i think he finally realizes it and i think the bean counters in at, at the sacramento i think they're finally realizing that not only was this a boondoggle, but in general, the state's economic health is not as great as they're you know 
promoting. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're, we're again the fifth largest economy again, which is great. But we owe a whole bunch of money. We have unfunded liabilities. We're not getting the projected um, tax revenues that they've been claiming to where we're supposed to be getting. So really, I think he's seeing the writing on the wall and he's trying to save me. I mean, I mean, look, Oakland, without, without saying it, without, without actually, saying it. Yeah yeah. 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 I mean, like the Oakland teachers, they're on strike again. LA teachers right. were on strike again. Right. All these municipalities, all these counties, cities, they're all hurting for money and, and they don't know where to get it from. Mm-hmm. California is a paper tiger. Right, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it looks great. Mm-hmm. Here's the numbers. Look, hey, we got surplus, but when you actually you? when you actually start doing the math on unfunded liabilities and and all this stuff, right? I mean, we're going to talk in the next segment. We're actually a couple billion down. I mm-hmm. think it's either this episode okay. or in the uh, future. Yeah, here in a little bit. Yeah, and and then you add another three and a half to that that mm-hmm. we'd have to pay back, right? Sure. So all of a sudden now we're like around five or six billion, and we're pretty much out of this. Everything's doing great. Uh, surplus ballpark. We'll revisit the train. Yeah. I'm sure it, it'll, it'll come back. If, luckily for us, they didn't stop it, so we still have to talk about this thing. Let's talk about bringing more people into the state. Yeah, because this is a winner. I came across this, and I forwarded it on to you guys. Breitbart.com. 20 accused of selling birthright citizenship to pregnant foreigners. Mm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, a total of 20 individuals were arrested by federal authorities on Thursday, and this is actually a little while ago, of being accused of operating a birth tourism business which essentially sold birthright American citizenships to pregnant Chinese women looking to permanently stay in the United States. Uh, the birth tourism business allegedly brought hundreds of pregnant uh, Chinese women to the U.S. so they can have their children on American soil and thus be forever anchored into the country. The U.S.-born children of foreign nationals are commonly known as anchor babies. They went there. Mm-hmm. There are at least 4.5 million anchor babies in this country, a population that exceeds the total number of annual American births as about 300,000 anchor babies are born every year, exceeding the total number of American births in 48 states. Currently, the U.S. and Canada are the only developed nations in yeah. the world that offer unrestricted birthright citizenship. That Those are staggering numbers. That's right. And that, that last point right there, just in a general sense, I think is great in that I'm really tired of people going to the argument of how uh, evil America is and how, how bad our immigration system is and mm-hmm. We need to remind people, and and there's a perfect one. We're like most other countries in the world think what that think what this whole thing is is a total joke. Most other countries think that the number of legal immigrants that we allow in every year is ridiculous because it is relative to other countries' percentages. Mm-hmm. So when you actually look at the facts, people need to start to to respect. Some of the legal, I'm not saying this part, is, we'll talk about this, but even like legal immigration, what we allow in this country relative to other countries is phenomenal. Of course, this is, comes to a 14th Amendment issue. Right. You know, it's obviously it comes after the Civil War and it's, uh, yeah. it's a matter yeah. of, uh, you know, after slavery, how do we consider people's uh, citizenship? You right. Know? right. So, yeah, people who were born here and it made a whole lot of sense. And at the time, could it have been better? 
No, I don't think so. Because remember, like if you would have a citizenship test after the Civil War, well, guess what? All the people who were considered slaves were largely illiterate and you couldn't have a citizenship test. Right, of course. So yeah. it, it made perfect sense at the time it was enacted. Does it make perfect sense now? I think what's blatant about this is the article talked about the two names of the companies mm. that like a lot of this spanned around. And one was called You Win USA. Mm-hmm. And the other, the other one was called USA Happy Baby. Mm. Like there was no disguising what they were up to. It's just we're, we're running a business where you get to basically have a baby here and declare citizenship. You know, technically, they're not, they're not doing anything wrong other than it, like you invite people to stay with you. Okay. That, but they're, mm-hmm. they're running, uh, hospice care if you will mm-hmm. that part's illegal you can't like like taking care of pregnant women and caring to their needs is the part that they're really getting arrested for saying like come on over when you're seven months pregnant just hang around till you have that baby and then well when you call your company you win usa <laughs> you uh <laughs> right you in. you won the jackpot yeah here you, you go you win <laughs> let me ask you guys a question uh, your gut on this sort of on this topic says what? Not good. Good. That let's say you could wave the wand, right? Let's bring the, the the wand back out. Thank you. You get to wave that wand, and you get to interpret the Fourteenth Amendment, and then it's set in stone. Is this allowed or not? Is the is the person in these sorts of situations born here? And the reason I'm asking this is that things like this really started to get me to to think. If I think it's not cool why what what about it right and then i started to try and go down that road mentally but. so yeah we're we're definitely treading into a gosh darn it why are we having to debate this kind of problem right and what have other countries done to solve this problem because well, actually they probably never had to deal with this problem that's before. right yeah right i mean europe is dealing with a refugee problem so obviously they have their they're starting to be forced to deal with it. They're starting where to be they forced to 20 years ago. That's right. Say. They didn't have to deal with it before. I think uh, we can solve a little bit of the problem with having one of the parents be a U.S. citizen to begin with. That might solve the problem. And one of the other issues, I, I'm, I'm going to totally pivot on this. I, I'm going to point at folks who live in U.S. territories. Mm-hmm. Right, and you know they're technically mm-hmm. not citizens. So what mm-hmm. they do, they do the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. They come on over from, like, say, Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. and they have the baby. They they're perfectly allowed to come over because they're Tra- they can travel in and they out. They can travel in and out right. because they Even live in Puerto not Rico. Citizens. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You get the citizenship, go back to Puerto Rico, and live your life out there. No big deal. But the problem that we're really having right. is having, you know, people from China. Come on over and having, okay. It's it's what, not cheap. Okay. Yeah. What is their main motivation? Their main motivation is they live in China, right? <laughs> and they live under right. communism. Fair. So let's get let's have an exit strategy. And any and given so via point. chain migration, they're planning on their kid will That's be here. Right. So now they can argue. Well, I have to be here now too. Exactly. Okay. They're they're planning for the future here. And and also, it would be really beneficial, and you've probably noticed this, in a town near you, we have a lot of Chinese nationals who are going to school here. 
Yes, right. <laughs> oh, they're right. starting to work here. Totally. This is where it all happens, baby. Well, you know, uh, kind of. This is up. This is up the news right now in a little different direction with that whole uh, Hoda Mothana issue. The lady from Alabama who decided to defect to ISIS in the Middle East. Oh, right, right. right. And then she said, uh, "I made a big mistake. I want to come back." But she wouldn't denounce that she did the wrong thing. She just denounced that her life wasn't going how she thought it was going to go over there. Bummer. And now she wants to come back, and they've denied her passport, and they won't let her back in the United States. They say she's not a citizen. And so there was a couple little technicality things. It was like each side was saying, gotcha, gotcha. So her argument, or the argument was she was born here, but she was born to a diplomat father from Yemen. And when you're, uh, when you're, when a diplomat has a child here, they're not, they don't fall. That's right. They actually have a rule. They have a rule for that. That's right. Um, but he said he stopped being a diplomat like a couple months before she was born uh-huh. in 92 convenient. in New Jersey. Convenient. Yeah, convenient. Right. So now there's this whole lawsuit going on because the U.S. won't let her back into the country. And her dad says that she has every right to be here. She had a passport at one time. But now, at what point are you considered like a traitor? Correct. Like, how is that not treason? Uh, right. I know we can get super technical with all the nuances of being treasonous. But when you <laughs> defect from the U.S. to go join ISIS, who arguably we are exist just, to destroy the West. I know this is going to get real philosophical. And then you're pissed when you can't come back in. Uh, well, this is going to get real philosophical here for a second, but we are just living in an age, and it's continuing to worsen, where people are resisting hard and fast rules at all costs. Oh yeah. There there is no desire for anything to be defined and for those definitions to then naturally have ramifications for decisions. Right? Right. And that's a great that's just a, a small example of another one. I I want to not be an American citizen when I don't want to, but then if I ever do again, you need to let me. Right. Still I, waiting for Rosie O'Donnell to leave and give up her, you know, U.S. citizenship. Yeah, but even Canada was like, we don't want you here. We have a process for becoming a Canadian citizen. That was their big joke. All these people were like, oh, if Trump gets elected, I'm going to def- defect to Canada. And Canada was like, uh, no, you don't get you, to just You're going to find out what a real immigration <laughs> right. system and policy looks like. Right. It, yeah. Um, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to align what you said in that people don't want to define their gender. Right. They don't want to define their sexuality. They right. don't want to define what country they belong to. They just want to be like a citizen of the world. The, the truth, right. just truth in general. Yeah, they just want to. I, I don't want to have. A, I don't want to have any kind of compass. No, I want North to just be whatever it is right today, now. Right, what now. I, right, right, right. Because as long as you have a wandering baseline, you can never be held to any kind of standard. Bingo. That's exactly right. And people just can't take being wrong. Or I. That's part of it. That's a good one. I, That's true. I heard a judge years ago give a verdict to a, a kid in a DUI fatal accident. Okay. And, you know, it was like, ah, oh, put this kid away for a long time. He's got so much life left to live, right? Yeah. And the judge said, sometimes we do things in life that carry lifelong consequences, mm. right? Like not everything gets a, a mulligan. Yeah. Right? And sometimes we defect from the U.S. and join ISIS and that realize was a, that was a bad choice. <laughs> that was yeah, a life was decision. terrible oh, choice. <laughs> terrible. But you don't just get to come back to Alabama like that. Whoopsie. Sorry. You know? But we want to say, uh, uh, give them another chance. Yeah. They said I'm sorry. 
Right. Oh, oh. But they, she didn't even say, I'm sorry. Yeah. So. yeah. She was indoctrinated, you know. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. And, they, and now, at this point in time, she's not indoctrinated. You know what's funny, though? Is, by ISIS. <laughs> the people who, who put, you know, terror cells in, in random countries and just wait right. until, you know, the time is right. I, I read this book by one of the uh, psychologists that was in charge of interrogating Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, who was one oh, of the yeah. architects of 9-11. Sure. He was like the architect. And he finally broke him down and got him to talk. And he, he basically asked, you know, why did you do it? He was really curious why they did it, you know? And he started going to a bunch of details. But then he said, you know, the next attacks aren't going to be that kind of attack. He goes, the way they train now is we basically assimilate with your culture. Mm. We take advantage of your free money and your welfare and your education. And then we'll try to just dismantle you from the inside out. We'll get your own people to turn against you. And that's exactly kind of what you see now. You see the unraveling of the fabric from the inside out. They learned from the Soviets. I was just going to say, I I, I totally believe the communists did the same thing. And the communists said, you know what? It's easier for us just to get after the school system. That's right. That's right. And start getting people from there that's right than it is to sit there and try to do it oh, from I'll, I'll make the argument like when, when we're talking about the birthright citizenship for these people a lot of these people seriously just just want to get out and it's not just the chinese we're talking about eastern europe we're talking about oh, africa absolutely. we're talking about saudi arabia i don't, I don't blame their intent at yeah. all they, they, they legitimately want and they see a bad issue over there and they're like we need to be ready in case we need to skip town and you know make a new life for ourselves that's in the best get, country. That's why I get so frustrated with Americans because they don't realize how garbage a lot of the rest of the countries are out there. Exactly, and they feel like America is so oppressive and bad. Exactly, you, you've yet to ever experience oppression. Right. I mean, nobody in our generation has our, experienced oppression. Our worst day is oh, yeah. like the most amazing day. In the, half these countries. The fact that you're innocent until proven guilty and you get a day in court that right puts there. us 90% yeah. above the fold. Game changer. It's, it's ridiculous. Oppression. Get the hell out of, of here. Of course, oppression. <laughs> Russia, Nigeria, Middle Eastern countries, all that good stuff. Next one, Bob? That's right. Swoosh. Is it time to panic yet? We're talking about taxes. Yeah, you mentioned this earlier. Yeah, right? We're talking about taxes. And this one comes from the Sacramento Bee that just kind of pile a couple of topics together, but from the article, tax receipts are down. Is it time to panic? So, State Controller Betty Yee reported last week that California's total revenues equaled $18.79 billion in January, okay. nearly $2 billion shy of what Governor Gavin Newsom's budget proposed. Oh, imagine that. All right, so a uh, spokesman for the financial uh, department said that the cash shortage is most likely a reflection of a change in taxpayer behavior since the enactment of the president's uh, new tax plan from last year. Palmer's office is scheduled to release its own report that will reflect similar findings in both the controller's and the legislative analyst office reports uh, which also recorded the $2 billion shortfall. Normally, it would be very logical to say, if you're down $2 billion relative to your forecast for one month, you should be running for your lifeboats. Palmer said, but that's not the case here. 
because the issue, we believe, is the month is not down because of underlying economic weakness. It's because the change to the federal tax law no longer gives the benefit of paying in December. They can hold <laughs> off paying until April. Everybody blames Trump uh, for every single thing. Exactly. So let me get this right. When, when these sorts of things happen in California, this liberal state says, no, it's not the economy. Mm. No, no, no problem at all with the economy. It can't be all yet, the businesses leaving. Yet with federal, on the federal side, if there is a job reports number that, is, that misses, that's lower, this will be the first state and Newsom will be the first to point at C. This is all due to Trump's policies. The economy's failing. Right. right. Like, well, uh-huh. You know, no, it makes perfect sense. I kind of took a look at the uh, controller's report. And we did, of course, report $18.79 billion, uh, which was $2 billion shy. What we 6.9% difference in percentage. Ooh. That's a lot. That's a lot. When you, when you, <laughs> uh, that's a problem. When, especially when you're talking in billions. No, that's a problem. That's a problem. No, no, no. It's all, it would normally be a problem if you're just talking about month to month. But because of the way the tax oh. payment structure is now. Oh, now I get it. That $2 billion is not oh. a problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense now. But you know what I say? Fine. Okay. Let's, let's let this year go, and then we'll see where we are at the end of the period. Does right? Because we should be even. Or close. All, right, right. It'll all net net. It'll balance out. Right. right. So, so, so we'll, sure, we don't have that long to wait. We'll wait till the taxes get paid, and then we'll say, oh, look, we're still $2 billion in the hole. It wasn't a timing issue. This from the press release from uh, from the controller. Sales tax receipts. I'm sorry, personal tax receipts of 16.36 billion were two and a half billion, or 13.4 percent, less than the Department of Finance forecasted last month, but 403.6 billion, or 2.5 percent, higher than assumed in the budget. Uh, enacted last June, the PIT revenue was still 4.8% higher than in January of 2018. So we're lower in the personal income tax, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we're we're making up the difference in sales tax receipts. Now, let me flash back mm-hmm. to what was going on last year. Which was back in November, we we made <laughs> we said, hey, look, there's so many cities and counties and the state in general pushing more tax revenue through sales tax. Right, right. Okay? Nearly every single ballot in, in, within the state had a sales tax increase. Hence, we see a lot more revenue in that section because we, you know, we've got to spend money to survive in this area. Yeah. But the personal income tax here, they're stating it's lower. And remember, we have 64,000 households in the state. That's right. That pay the lion's share of that personal income tax. Of that personal income tax. Have we scared them off? I want to see those numbers. I want to see if those people ran off, if they're hiding their money in another state. And I'm going to bet they are. They ran away. And now we don't have the money. This kind of leads me back into the the rail, the high-speed rail. I think Gavin Newsom read this report, and he he dropped one. His balls dropped. He's scared. (laughs) 
he went, oh my God, it's even worse than I thought. If it's just $2 billion in January, mm-hmm. times it by 12. Is it even worse than that? That's right. I think it is. Yeah. I, I, I don't... When they uh, announced a couple months ago that we actually had a surplus... I I don't see it. I don't know how you can reconcile the fact that so many businesses, big businesses are leaving, Silicon Valley is leaving, so many so many residents are leaving the state. This is going to be so hard for them to ever admit. This this is where this is going to get fun if this is fun at all. Is they're locked in. They're they're sold. They're dialed in. They have staked their all of their careers on all of this junk working, right? And so as numbers roll in like this, and we're not, we're not even in a, a troublesome national economy. Right. We're, the, 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 this, is, this could be. Yeah, a how are we short if it's great? You can't attribute it down to, oh, well, the, the market's down, right? We're in a recession. No. Mm-mm. You can't hide behind that one this time. No. Right, right. So, but but they're, they're going to fight tooth and nail from ever admitting so well, I don't know how this I don't know how this all gets. Squared. It's like, I've said it before. You know, we we have a tax the rich mentality in the state. We do mm. countrywide. Well, I mean, uh, that's, no, no, it's, it's just true. become the mentality. Is it's just the only well, reason why this isn't working and why we have such a span between the different income mm-hmm. gaps and everything else is because the rich don't pay enough tax and they don't pay enough wage, and so the middle and bottom class don't have enough. That's right. right. Th- that's that what n- that well, narrative well, has been successful. If we I'm just arguing, took a little bit of money from the rich mm-hmm. and we redispersed it, we'd, we'd solve the problem. Well, I'm arguing, I'm arguing that we've actually implemented that philosophy into the state, which is why we have missing receipts all of a sudden. You know, uh, the federal wise, it's you know, it's debated and argued, and we just changed it again. So you can make the argument that we're not taxing the rich on the grand scale that we're doing here in California. And it's and it's reflective. If we if we pushed towards a more equitable line, you know, sharing the right. payment on the middle class, which we're refusing to do, we're trying to push it all onto the upper uh, income earners and say, "You got to keep paying. You got to keep paying." And here it comes. They're all leaving. Yeah. They're all finding ways to, you know, shelter their money. They're all preparing for the big storm. And now we're seeing the tax receipts literally going away. I, I think too. Okay, even in a perfect world, if you could just take more money from the rich, mm-hmm. all these all these theories never take into account just normal human interaction, normal human behavior. Right? It's not natural for the person just to say, "Oh, okay, cool." take more of my money and I'm not going to do anything. You're naturally going to look for a way to either make more money mm-hmm. or hide more money. Or, you know, I, I got in this argument the other day about, well, the rich have all these tax loopholes. No, they're just using the tax code. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah um, th- there's a big difference between tax avoidance and tax evasion. Right. They're not evading taxes. They're avoiding them because... Right. Here's the rules and they're playing by. Them. And 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 I I went back and forth this person said, "Look, here's an example. He he was saying they have more things to write off than he does. Therefore, 
they pay less tax. What? <laughs> I go, huh? Okay, go, here's a perfect example. I have a car that I lease. Okay. It's for my business. Right. I get to write off the lease payment as part of business. Sure. He does not have a car that he leases and therefore, or a business, therefore cannot write off a car for business. Start one. So in your model, I'm getting off uh, more scot-free than you are because I have another thing I can write off that you don't. Like, I couldn't square up that theory to me. Well, the rich have more things they can write off. You're right, but they're outlaying more money to get those write-offs. Well, right, right, right. You, no, no write-off unless that thing happens. Yeah. Unless you outlaid for that thing. It's the same thing uh, people talk about. Amazon. Amazon doesn't pay any taxes. Right, but Amazon mm-hmm. operates at a loss. And people have, this is what I was speaking about earlier, people have no clue how the corporate tax code works and they don't understand like, you know, your carry forwards and net operating losses and <laughs> that you can, yeah, they I, made $100 billion this year, but they spent $200 billion to get there. I don't think a quarter of the people out there know what a balance sheet is. They could even no. read one. They could care less. And because you can log into your online banking, nobody does any kind of balance sheet anymore. No. They just see what the running tab is. Right. Yeah. That's funds available. Right. But they don't understand that money gets paid off the corporate tax. Then money gets paid on the income tax. Money gets paid on the sales tax bill. No. Right. They don't, they don't understand any of that. Which is all this stuff is behind all this Queens and Amazon stuff. And, right. Which right. they don't and have AOC a clue. thinking right. that a tax incentive is actual money in your pocket to spend. What do you mean? It's not? <laughs> what? What an what idiot. idiot. <laughs> what an idiot. Is that it, Bobby? That's it, man. That's all you got? That's enough. Do we got some tweets? We got some tweets. I'll get the ball rolling. Bernie Sanders. I'm honored to once again have the support of my good friend, Killer Mike. He is a tireless advocate for social, economic, and racial justice in this country. You guys ever even know who Killer Mike is? Who is Killer Mike? Yeah, he's got a Netflix special. Oh, You'll it? enjoy him. I'll have to Big, watch that. Yeah, it makes a whole lot of sense. So there was an article in the San Francisco Chronicle headlined, Trump administration begins effort to strip work permits for immigrant spouses. And Kamala Harris writes, this is outrageous and will force immigrant women who are doctors, nurses, scientists, and academics to abandon their professional careers. Mm. Don't really know. That, so that's, that, 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 that's a, a direct correlation, right? You're going to lose your doctor because this happened, right? Oh, got it. Okay. I got a AOC tweet here and then a tiny little backstory. So she says the Green New Deal has a coherent economic philosophy and a compelling theory of change, and pundits don't have to like them to bother understanding them. And she was posting that on a retweet of an article. The economic thinker who who most influenced the Green New Deal isn't Marx or Lenin. No, if you want to understand AOC's bid to remake the the economy to fight climate change, you need to read Hamilton. Yes, Alexander Hamilton. They were likening AOC... To Alexander Hamilton in her progressive thinking. Wow. Sure they were. I think oh, that's under the definition of delusion. <laughs> yeah. In the dictionary. That's a stretch even for Armstrong. All right. Bernie Sanders again. Combined 2018 profit of Amazon, GM, Netflix, and Goodyear, $24.5 billion. Federal income taxes paid, $0. Combined federal tax refund, $275 million. Our job repeal all the Trump tax giveaways of the top 1% and large corporations and rebuild the disappearing middle class. It's not disappearing. It's actually expanding. Prospering. Huh. I love weird. Maxine Waters. Here we go. You what do. A, That's what, weird. What a nut job. 
she pulled a Bob Dole. Here we go. Quote, Repubs will try to cut Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. The GOP doesn't care that many seniors and families depend on these programs. Hashtag Maxine Waters fights for all of us. In Maxine's own tweet, she says that she... What a nut job. (laughs) I got one from Gavin. Here in California, we work closely to solve big problems, from tackling climate change to keeping families together. We're proof that government can do good work for all capital people and thrive. I see why the president doesn't like that. Adam Schiff, you actually erased this tweet. I met Jesse Smollett at the Pride Parade in Los Angeles, and I've seen the passion and moral clarity of his activism firsthand. This week... He was the victim of a horrific attack. We pray for your speedy recovery, Jesse, and reject the act of hatred and bigotry. Deleted. James Woods. Hey, Adam. (laughs) You somehow lost this tweet in your timeline. We saved it for you, buddy. (laughs) You got to love James. I got one last tweet. Please. uh, The music ended. It ended, but it was was cute. Um, It was more nice than anything else. Uh, Israel actually launched a rocket, and they're... uh, Headed towards the moon. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, they did it today. And uh, so Adam, uh, Assemblyman Ron Dermer, he wrote uh, 10, 9, 8, 7, 8, 1, Israel to the moon. And then Mel Brooks wrote back, Jews in space. <laughs> oh, classic. Classic. History of the world. Nicely <laughs> yeah, done. hashtag history of the world. Nicely done. Another week in review down. That was episode 37. Website. Website probably be done by the next episode. Nice. That is nice. Just got some final reviews for us and then uh, hopefully launch. Looking good, I got to say. Launch next week, maybe. It's looking real good. We're available on Apple iTunes, the Google Store, and soon on our website. See you later. Burn it all down.